Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is 97.3 FM. The game. This is the game. 7-3-the-game-also-on-in-the-greater-Madison-Metro-and-beyond-area-on-the-Big-Ten-70-Bob-Rainer-Dario-Melendez-Armin-in-the-house-it's-hump-day-it's-Wednesday-throughout-the-state
So, and it's not supposed to be, you know, the full blown presents that you get at Christmas. It's no. supposed to be smaller things, and it's supposed to be like nuts and candy. And if you're a kid, you know, like a little toy, you know, you know, a, a whistle. It's so it's it's not supposed to be elaborate. And I know so, some people so junk. Yeah, yeah, basically like a trinket or like I used to get a bag of my favorite candy or something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I know some people in Wisconsin that they they live and die for St. Nicholas Day, but they have ruined it because they have taken it to the next level. To them, it's like okay, it's another. It, it's it's our first Christmas before we actually do Christmas, and then they just buy extravagant gifts and. That's it's not the point. It's it, supposed to just be like a leftover donut or trail mix here. Th- which, th- this is what I gift you guys, which we studio. always have in the studio. Right. So, <laughs> Dario and I say thank you. Happy St. Nicholas Day. So, if you, if, exactly, Happy St. Nick's Day is something I've celebrated forever. Yeah, but if you, but With Dario, Darius if you want to, Dario, <laughs> if you want to score points at home, then you know leaves leaves a little something overnight, and then tomorrow. You know, when the kitties wake up, you can go, Happy St. Nicholas Day, and you, number one father. Crap. Now i got to go buy some. I know. No, you can just take a no. piece of fruit from the fruit bowl or yeah. something. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't can, have to be anything. You can yeah. totally. Because, because my nine-year-old's going to appreciate a piece of fruit. I know. Dude, you can totally half-ass this. Totally half-ass it, because that's what this is all about. St. Nick would half-ass it. Go to Costco and get Kirkland brand. Yeah. Candy. Yeah. Kirkland brand. Nice, nice. Here yeah. you go. Go make yourself a sandwich, son. <laughs> so dumb. And go to, go to school. <laughs> what did you get? Oh, I got a Game Boy. I got cold cuts. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I got cold I got, cuts. I got white bread. Dar- so if I'm not mistaken, guys, Dario, you've uh, learned something new twice in a row now. You learned yesterday that Darius Rucker was Hootie. And you learned today that St. Nick's exists. That, that's, that's, uh, we might have to put that on the, the first rock the poll question. Is St. Nicholas Day a real holiday? There you go. There you go. Put it up. There I mean, go. I mean, all our Wisconsin people, and they can, they can say if they celebrate it or not, because this might be one of those holidays that even though it, it's developed throughout the Midwest, as, as Armin pointed out in Wikipedia, that, that maybe it kind of drops off. Maybe the younger generation, they say, ah, pfft, you know, I'm waiting for a couple of weeks and, and Christmas. I ain't doing no St. Nick. That, this might just be an older generational holiday, and I put holiday in quotes, but it's a thing. It's it's still a thing at my house. My son's expecting something. It, I'm half-assing it, but it's going to be something. And he's 14, so. Have you told him that St. Nick's not real? No, I let that. Um, well, the presents I, are real. Yeah, the yeah, <laughs> that's I, true. I let the whole Santa Claus thing just kind of you know figure itself happen. out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I had um, the one thing that I'm having an issue with now is. Like ABC Family Nights or NBC Family Nights, they have all these fun shows and stuff, and you're watching it with your kids, and a lot of them are kind of spoiling it already. They're they're telling you through these shows that Santa isn't real, and I remember I ran into this issue what a year two years ago, and I mean my I love that my son still thought Santa Claus was real. It was really cool. He hadn't talked about it in school yet, yeah. but then he hears it on a show. And it's like, what, what are we doing? Wait, this is like Family Night in America, and yeah. you're telling my kid Santa and the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy aren't real. What are you gonna do? It's akin to a mascot taking his hat off, his head off, right? Oh like, my like, god! Like, yeah. like I saw a documentary on mascots. You know, like the number one thing you can't do. Yeah. Is, Shock to the system. Is take while well, the kids will start crying and everything like that. Right. Right. But that well, I mean way. that's but but that's I mean <laughs> in the day but you know our parents you know they they kind of got to a point where they kind of figured out that we had figured it out, and then they would tell us. But I think now you just you just kind of let it 
you know, generically because social media and kids at school. And, you know, that's what I figure is some kid's going to come up to my kid at school at some point and just go, Santa Claus isn't real. Don't you know that, Brainerd? Come on. And, you know, damage is done, but at least I'm off the hook. I don't have to be the bad guy then. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, speaking of bad guys, how about Winston Moss, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, look, we got, we got a lot to talk to, yeah. to talk about today yeah. on the double team. We're going to break down Winston Moss coming up because uh, he's out as a Packers linebacker associate head coach. Joe Philbin pulling the plug on him. And uh, let's just say you never want to see someone lose their job, but the way he was representing the Packers was not in the best of light. We're going to talk about a head coach in candidate that uh, has already taken his name out of the running for Packers head coaching vacancy coming up. We're going to talk to Aaron Sims, the voice of the Milwaukee Admirals on the big nine twenty in our one o'clock hour, one fifteen, I believe And guys. I'm going to surprise this one with you. We're going to talk to Steve Novak coming up in about oh, 25 perfect. minutes to awesome. talk about, talk some bucks because bucks have another big game tonight against the Detroit Pistons, the number four team in the Eastern conference. Think about that. And after uh, Saturday's, Poor showing, we could say. I mean, it was a good game. It was a very entertaining, but as a team that they should have been able to to handle pretty easily. But after losing that game on Saturday to the Knicks, we're going to see how they can bounce back. So again, we got Steve Novak coming up at twelve thirty, and then in our one o'clock hour at one fifteen, we're talking to Aaron Sims of the Milwaukee Admirals. So yep. we got a lot to talk about. But yeah. guys, we were talking about this at our pre-show meeting. The one thing I really, really want to get to is Peta. <laughs> that's that's what I, ha- I have. Yeah, to get you, this were, off my chest. you were. Uh, yeah, so so we're kicking around all the sports topics. You know, okay, Winston Moss and the you know the Packer thing, and yeah, the Bucks, and, <laughs> and then Dario jumps in and says, "Okay, but first things first, this PETA thing. Did you guys see it, this?" And it's then ridiculous. You went off, yeah. No, okay, I, so no go ahead. Any, for anybody that doesn't know, PETA sent out two PETA-like tweets. Yesterday, I like the way you phrase it, that, Peter. Like that's Peter. Peter, like no, Peter, like uh, higher than holy, better than everybody. Uh, do you have any angelic yeah, music? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's just the the most Peter thing you can think of, and it's about speciesism. That is right. That's a speciesism. word. Is that a word? Did they, they make? Wanted, did they make that up? Uh, they, I don't know, but they want us to change regularly used phrases to more species appropriate phrases. And here's how the tweet started: Words matter. And as our understanding of social justice evolves, our language evolves along with it. Here's how to remove speciesism from your daily conversation. Instead of using kill two birds with one stone, use feed two birds with one stone. Instead of be the guinea pig, do be the test tube. Oh, God. Instead of beat a dead horse, feed a fed horse. Instead of bringing home the bacon, bring home the bagels. And the last one was take the bull by the horns. Take the flower by the thorns. Oh, my God. Then they went on. Yeah, take the flower by the thorns. Exactly. They went on to say, just as it's become unacceptable to use racist, homophobic language, phrases that trivialize cruelty to animals will vanish as more people begin to appreciate animals for who they are and start bringing home the bagels instead of the bacon. I mean, are, give me a freaking break. Are animals, are, are, they, are they on Twitter now? Are they outraged? <laughs> Are, are Here's they, the thing they, that the National this, Association uh, of Elephants is very upset. Are they? The, the thing that got me is it, it mentioned social right off the top. Words matter as our understanding of social justice evolves. Well, according to the dictionary, social is relating to society or an organization. I love animals. I love my dogs. I love cats. I like seeing them in their natural habitats. I like seeing them in 
captivity, even though that can be considered cruel. I like I like but, deer when they're not in front of my exactly. car. You're you know, a murderer, Bob. Yeah, I'm, You're I, a murderer, I know, Bob. I know. But how do animals contribute to society the way humans contribute to society? Well, words matter, except uh, for animals that don't understand English words. Yeah. I mean, hello. Or, any, I mean, or, or really any words. Like, like, look, my dog will right. say they, they can understand good boy, come here, sit. No, I mean, but they contribute good feelings. They don't contribute to the household. They don't go grocery shopping. They don't mow the lawn. They don't contribute the cure to cancer. I mean, they contributed my burger. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's a yummy one. It's just, it's such a ridiculous take. Like, it's such a weird hill to die on that you think people are going to start using the phrase, bring home the bagel, because bring home the bacon is so insensitive to pigs. That's PETA, though. I mean, are we not, are it, we surprised, it, guys? Ridiculous. Are we surprised? I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I get the cause and everything, but. Th- this this is what this organization does. They they just push the envelope, and it's just it it's too much. We look, we can rally around the animals all you want. That's fine, like you said. I mean, we love animals, but this is just. I mean, I mean, uh, give me a break. That yeah. means you can't. We have a lot of bowlers in Milwaukee. You guys ever go bowling? You sure. Know, three strikes in a row. Turkey. It's a turkey. It's a turkey. You can't call it a turkey anymore. Can't call it a turkey. Um, <laughs> it, can you call a savvy businessman, so he's he's a shark, right? You know, a, a loan shark or a pool shark, so we can't use that anymore, right? Because no, the sharks what would, would be it ticked off. Like they're, well, I don't even know what you could use instead of that. Like they're a, a you can't say lone wolf either, yeah. A pool bagel. See, it doesn't work. A pool bagel. You can't yeah, just, you can't just plug in... You know, a different food group, and say that there that works. And then, and then Armin, you brought this up. Well, yeah. What about the compliments? Like, right. smart as an elephant. Yeah, here my here's my question for you guys. They, they mentioned or memory of an elephant. Yeah, the words that trivialize or the phrases that trivialize animals. Well, you fly like an eagle. That's a that's a term of endearment. You're soaring. You're majestic. You're graceful. Right. You know, so well, that, I, that's, can't you say fly like an eagle? I'll bet. I bet Peter waves you through the, on that one. You're then. sly as a fox. I mean, come on. Is She's that, a fox. Uh, well, well, these are not negative terms, yeah. right? So that's, just, that was my it, question. I, I, what I, I have a challenge out there. If anybody listening to our show right now, the new 97.3, the double team, if anybody out there is a PETA supporter, I want you to call in and explain to me what this speciesism malarkey is. Yeah. We'll, we'll give them the floor, right, Dario? We'll... Without we'll, a doubt, we'll I, I, we will let you talk. Yep. And then when you're when you're done talking and giving your Dingleberry version of what everything is, we'll go on. The Dingleberry makes a comeback here on the show. Uh, the number is seven nine four one four seven nine nine one ninety seven three. You can call us from anywhere. If you're in the Madison area, if you're in the Milwaukee area, if you're listening on an app, and you're out of the country, you can call us on that number. You can also hit us up on Twitter. Respond that way. The game MKE on Twitter. And by the way, Red Dead Donata says says that you, Armin and Dario, you gotta Saint Nick. Hang up them stockings. Come on, you guys. So you're getting oh. called out. Okay. I, I leave you, my you, dirty shoes out all the time. You and need to part- you wanna, well. You want to drop something in there? That's I usually, fine. I usually get yelled at for that. Yeah, you need to participate. All right, guys, we do have a call. It's uh, Mike and Tosa's got a question about this. All right, let me hit the button. Mike, you're on the double team. Thanks for joining us on the new 97.3. Now, why aren't plants included in this? They're, have, they're living objects, too. Shouldn't they have feelings? What, what, what's that, Mike, again? Can you say that again? 
Why aren't plants included in this? Ah, he's not wrong. Plants, yeah. Plants. Yeah. He, you're not wrong. And then that's another thing I would say to, to, to PETA. I mean, plants can contribute almost as much as animals do to society. If we're going from the society standpoint, because I think the biggest contribution that animals have to our society nowadays, I mean, in the past, they used to be everything. It was our mode of transportation. It was how we planted and grew food. Now it's it's really just happiness. And I could say plants do the same thing for some people. They bring happiness. They bring nutrition. People talk to plants. Exactly. So for I, lo- I love I lamb. I take pony rides. <laughs> same thing. My Little Pony. 414-799-1973. We're going to take a break, but we'll take your calls. Also hit us up on Twitter. Chime in about how Peter wants to flip the script here. It, it, it's already a poll, Bob. It's, it's already, already a poll. poll. Is the St. Nick poll up too? Yeah, it's up there, and it's getting right. some traction. The, the new Rock the Vote poll has Peter gone too far with this speciesism malarkey. There you go. Malarkey. Dingleberry. All in the same show. Exactly. When we come back, we will talk about this Winston Moss thing. He went scorched earth with the Packers. Any of you guys ever do that when you wanted to leave a job? We'll discuss next on the double team. Milwaukee.com. 97.3, the game. Back on the double team on the new 97.3, the game. Also the Big 1070 in Madison. Dario, Bob, Arbin with you. The day before, St. Nicholas Day Eve, if you will. Um, <laughs> Packer Todds and Ends tweets back. He says, that's right, guys. Nothing elaborate for me, please. In other words, getting a follows you from Armin in my St. Nicholas stocking would be considered oh, wow. too much of a gift. Yeah. So see, I mean, if you want to half ass it, if you just, I mean, you don't even have to buy anything. Just do a follow, Armin. Boom. St. Nick's done. I'm shocked that uh, follow for me would give someone that much pleasure, but uh, here you go. I'll, I'll give you the follow right now. It's the Packer gift that keeps on. It's you the gift that it. keeps on giving, Armin. I'd love to make a, a kid's dream his eyes light up with that twinkle during the St. Nick's <laughs> time. Yeah. Um, we talked about it before the break. Winston Moss. Uh, a lot of folks know by now what he did last night on Twitter, and um, you, you got to dial back to OTAs, and, and Armin will play the clip. This is when the grumpiness of Winston Moss first set in. And Donerson. You know, I know he even put the pads on and gone full contact, but he has made some plays. He's done what? I know he even put the pads on, but it looks like he hasn't been, he has been pretty active out there. He's running around, Okay. Hey, Winston, I'm sorry, where is the Winston that has given us uh, illumination and information at past press conferences? Did we do something that you're down on us again? But this was what, last week it didn't go very well, and we want to talk about your guys, and I'm not quite sure what you want from us to make that happen. I can't help you. Yep. 
I can't help you. The, the silence, Dario, is is almost almost as important as the actual short answers that he gave during that presser, and the relationship just got worse and worse. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's supposed to be a working relationship built on respect. I understand there are some people out there that will defend Packers or defend any of the players in Major League Baseball and the NFL and NBA that they don't need to speak to the media. That's fine. League rules say you have to. And for a reason, because leagues want viewers, they want fans, they want listeners, they want readers to have a better understanding of what's going on behind the scenes. And this was so McCarthy's, that they could be, this is McCarthy's guy, right? I mean, exactly, it was, so, this was it, his guy. Yes, and again, the thing I love about Wisconsin sports fans and a big reason why I came back to the state of Wisconsin is because they're educated. Wisconsin sports fans are educated. They understand the teams. They understand football. They understand baseball. They understand basketball. They get the X's and O's. And the only way you can continue to be informed and have educated conversations about why this person should be playing and why this person shouldn't be playing is if we as the media have access to the coaches. And the coaches need to be able to give us, they don't have to give us everything, but you have to give us something that we can go back and tell the fan base why Vance Beagle was cut and why they kept this person instead, why he went on IR, and don't, why he's and not don't, starting. And don't cop an attitude like he did. That, 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 the, the problem with that is that instead of the story was supposed to be to everybody, here's the update on Vince Beagle, the story turned into to him. what's – yeah. It turned into him. Like, what's your problem? And then, of course, last night, Scorched Earth, he goes on Twitter and then blames Twitter. It's like, dude, did you not think this was not going to get back to your people? It did, and and they said bye-bye. The Packers are saying that wasn't the case, even though I find that hard to believe. I find that very hard to believe. Good timing then, right? I mean, what a coincidence. It's ridiculous. And look, there's a happy medium. Like You don't have to be Rex Ryan. You don't have to be the guy that spills it all and and is holding holding service at the podium in his grandstanding. You don't have to be that guy, and you don't have to be Bill Belichick either, who says nothing and is surly and tries to intimidate reporters. There's a happy medium. There's a way that you can get your message out. Fulfill. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Your obligations that the NFL has put in front of you, because guess what? It's a privilege to be an NFL coach. It's a privilege to be an NFL player. It takes a lot of hard work. It takes a lot of dedication. But at the same time, you don't have to be there. There are a lot of people who would love to be in those positions. Same with us, Bob and Armin. I mean, there's a lot of people who would love to do our job. And we've, we've cut our teeth elsewhere. We've put in a lot of work to be here. And it's supposed to be a mutual working relationship for the betterment of the fan. The people that are listening to this show, the people that love the Packers, the people that want to know in-depth stories about the team that they sometimes live and die by. Instead, he wants to make it about himself. And, and that's just, it, it, it's selfish on his part. It's about and himself, it's short, it's about and, himself and, today, isn't it? 
And it's exactly. Yeah. And that's why he's out of a job. And you never want to see anybody out of a job. But at the same time, you have to play ball. And like, how, you think and, we. And I, uh, so, sorry, man. How does, no, that, how does that play? How does that play when he tries to go and get another job? That's the question. I mean, now it's out there. And now the next employer is going to say, Winston, uh, tell me why we should bring you on with the, the L.A. Rams because you kind of did this, and if you're going to throw us under the bus. And, and that, that kind of leads us to, I don't know if you want to do a poll question or if we just take calls yeah. or, or hit us up on Twitter, but hey, our listeners out there, did you guys ever go scorched earth like this? Because now we have social media to get it done. Before you had to, you had to do something. You had to set your hair on fire. You had to, you had to George Costanza it. You remember bodysuit guy? You know, dragged the dragged the World Series trophy around because you know George wanted to get fired so he could go work from the from the Yankees to the Mets. If you have any stories out there of how you would either you have done it or you'd like to go out in a blaze of glory, which Winston Moss did, tell us about it. We love stories like this, and we hope that you're gainfully employed. After that, but in the meantime, 414-799-1973 or again on social media at the game MKE. When we come back on the double team, a guy who is gamefully employed and for good reason. He knows his stuff. He knows basketball. He is Steve Novak joining us on the double team. Anything goes but don't blink you. The game. 97.3, the game. Here's what's trending in Milwaukee now. Rocking out on your Wednesday on the double team on the new 97.3, the game. 50,000 watts of FM power. Banging through your car stereo or your earbuds, wherever you may be dialed in. Also, Folks dialed in in the Madison area and beyond at the Big 1070. And I say beyond, Dario, because during the break, Armin took a phone call from a listener. He didn't want to go on the air, but he just wanted to say he likes the show. He's dialed in from Ashland, Wisconsin. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. We're statewide. We're like the Mike Heller show. We are statewide. Ooh. Ooh. He Ooh. actually mentioned I don't know if we're that. up there yet because yeah. Mike Heller is uh, yeah. upper echelon. We're, we're, we're still climbing the ladder, but. Maybe one day we'll get. But remember, guys, we're worldwide in the iHeartRadio app. That's so. true. Ooh, yeah. Worldwide, that's, that's true. global, scary. We, no pressure. Are we universal? Sure, sure. <laughs> Put it on the business card. No, but we're willing yeah. to learn. Um, <laughs> joining us now on the double team, uh, he is. You can see him on Fox Sports Wisconsin. He'll be there tonight, I believe, as the Bucks take on the Detroit Pistons. He is Steve Novak. And before we talk hoops, Steve, you're a Wisconsin kid, born and raised. What's your spin? What's your take on all, all that is going on up in Green Bay these days? Oh, I love the Packers. I do. I, I know. The, the biggest Don Mikowski fan, the Magic Man, was like my guy. And then Brett Favre took over, and it seemed like, in my eyes, they didn't lose a game for like, 25 straight years and Rodgers took over. So, uh, you know, they're kind of the franchise that they can do no wrong. So I know that there's a lot of stuff going on up there this week with Mike McCarthy and a little changing of the guard, but you just feel like they're just always in good hands up there. And, and you hope it's for the best, but I mean, he had one heck of a 13 year run and I don't know. As a Packers fan, I was grateful for, for his time there. Whether you liked every single play call he made or not, I think that as a fan, he 
he gave you a lot to cheer for for the last, you know, more than a decade. Yeah, Mike McCarthy, 125 wins since 2006, the most in the NFC during that time span. He's talking with Steve Novak of Fox Sports Wisconsin, my partner there when I'm uh, at my other job. And, uh, Steve, tonight you'll be back on the desk with Craig Gashon, and the Bucks will be hosting the Detroit Pistons. And when we were in New York talking about this game, kind of getting viewers set for it, this isn't going to be a cakewalk for the Bucks because the Pistons come in as the fourth best team in the East. They're big all around. They have really good size. Blake Griffin playing out of his mind right now. When you see this game playing out, how do you see it going? What do the Bucks need to do to get back in the win column? You know, you're right. The the, the stretch that they that the Bucks have right now is is going to be a tough one. It's Detroit, Golden State. Then they head to Toronto. So, you know, I think that there's no question that they will not be looking ahead of Detroit, who, like you said, is much improved from last year, I think mainly because of the addition of Blake Griffin. I mean, he's offensively averaging like 25 points a game, and he's shooting six three-pointers a game. I mean, give me a break. All these guys (laughs) shooting threes now makes me just angry, but – Wait a minute, wait a minute, hold (laughs) up, hold up, hold up. Says the guy who just chucked three-pointers like they were, you know, having a sale. I think angry isn't the word, jealous is the word. (laughs) You're right, jealous is the word. You know, I just like Blake Griffin, right? He's like this massive human being, right? And for so long, it's just been, he's supposed to be down there wrestling with guys and dunking on guys and posting guys up. And now he's shooting six threes a game. You know, uh, yeah, angry because, like, I think as a shooter, you feel like, whoa, whoa, brother, you're out in in shooter territory now. You know, do what you do. And, yes, jealous because at the time I was a high-volume shooter, probably shooting six a game, and now five men are shooting six a game. DeMarcus Cousins (laughs) last year is shooting six. Uh, Anthony Davis is shooting six a game. It's like. I don't know. I'm sorry. What, what were we talking about? You know, <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> we're, we were talking about Steve. No. Uh, I mean, look, you're right. The, the NBA has involved, and you were just ahead of your time, Steve. That's what we're going to say. You were just ahead of your time, and everybody else that said you were crazy for wanting to put up six threes a game, they were just wrong. That's just that's what we're going with, right? Ah, uh, yeah. You know, it's called <laughs> a, a trailblazer. You know, someone had yes. to do it and so that they could figure the analytics out so they could let everybody else do it. So, yes, Blake Griffin, when I see you tonight, I do expect him to come over and thank me and say thank you, Steve, for paving the way for all of us to just be able to shoot bombs from three. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I was... Steph, well, Steph Curry is that guy, though. He does deserve some credit for literally, I think, paving the way of showing, hey, we can win championships shooting three-pointers, and hey, we can shoot 12 of them as an individual per game, and it's a good thing. But the truth is, Blake is shooting six threes a game. This guy's making, uh, he's shooting like 36%. I mean, effective field goal-wise, I mean, that means he's shooting well, well above 50% was he shooting twos. I don't know, effective field goal, 36% is probably shooting. I don't know. My math isn't that good. But basically, it's a really, really good shot for even Blake. So, <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, he, he's improved this team a ton. And Dwayne Casey for Detroit, he goes from Toronto, his coach of the year. He gets fired because he was obviously doing a bad job there. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, now he's with Detroit, and they're – they're doing a great job. They're a solid team. They got some big boys. Drummond is leading the league in rebounding. He's a beast. And they got 
Pachulia, so they got some big bodies that Giannis is going to have to figure his way around. Uh, Bucks and Pistons at Pfizer Forum tonight. It's on Fox Sports Wisconsin. That's where you can catch Steve Novak, who is our guest right now on the double team. When you were on the call in the garden for the Knicks game, Steve, and especially the, some of the calls in overtime, some of the non-calls and some of the, the calls that were made in the, in the closing seconds, I got to say, you're getting this color commentary guy thing down because a lot of your comments were, wow, wow. I mean, you didn't you didn't homer it, my friend. You just you just kind of let the picture speak, didn't you? You know, <laughs> I don't want to ever be uh, someone who because I I think it's a it's a huge responsibility to, to be you know painting the picture for everybody watching, and so I don't want to be the guy whoever's like, oh, the referees they cost the game and get everybody in an uproar when really. Look, if the Bucks would have guarded better earlier and they would have made a few better plays, then the refs would have been taken out of it and it wouldn't have been a big deal. So I don't want to be the old bad referee guy. There was certainly some calls at the end of that game that were bad calls. I mean, I think Bledsoe got absolutely jumped into and got creamed and should have gotten the foul call. I don't think Pat fouled Moutier in the paint. Those are big, big calls because they're in the last few minutes, but the Bucks were up by 17 points in the third quarter, and they let you know the Knicks back in all before those calls happened. So, you know, I, I think uh, the Knicks, truthfully, you can't give the Knicks four guys in 20 with 20 points. Moutier, D- Damian Dotson, uh, Knox, their ninth pick, Tim Hardaway, all these guys scored in the 20s, and that's the truth. Like if those guys all get going like that, you're gonna have trouble every night. So I think that uh, those calls. They stunk for sure, but I think the Bucks know. Look, if if we guard, we'll win. If we don't, we'll be having some games decided by the referees. What did you think of the call by Coach Bud to bench Chris Middleton? Because when you came out of your 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 duties during the game, and we did our post game hit, neither of us knew why Middleton didn't play the second half or overtime. We find out it's because his, his lack of defense earned him a seat on the bench. But what did you think about that by Coach Bud benching your second best player for? not just a tight game, but a game at Madison Square Garden Saturday night that goes to overtime that you end up losing. Yeah, it, no, you're right. We were sitting there going like, hey, are they, did they, are they going to put Middleton back in or is he going to take the last shot? I haven't seen him for a while. So we didn't know. But obviously once the game ended, the comments did come out where, you know, Bud kind of, I think, dodged it a little bit, the questioning. And then Middleton came right out and said, I got benched. My energy and effort wasn't there. I'm going to man up. I got to be more competitive. I got to be ready to go. And I think that to me, that is great to hear that. First of all, he's, he's taking ownership. I think that you would expect there to be a response tonight for sure. But to me, I think the biggest thing that comes out of that is you realize coach Bud's style and his, and the way he coaches these guys is consistent, is real, is accountable if there's a guy, whether it's Chris Middleton or it's Don Maker, and they don't bring it one night, he's going to sit them down. And I watched some of the, the film on the plane on the way home of that game. Middleton, there were some plays. He was, I don't know, he was a space cadet. He wasn't boxing out. He wasn't doing the stuff that he normally does. So Bud said, hey, have a seat. I don't care if you're Chris Middleton. And so I think as a player, man, as a fan, you appreciate that. Look, if a guy's not bringing it, They'll sit, and as a guy on the team who's not playing a ton of minutes, you also know, hey, look, if I bring it, 
coach will see it. He'll give me opportunities. And if a guy out there is not bringing it, then he's going to say have a seat and he's going to put me in. So I, I, I like it. I, I think Middleton's a stud. He's going to respond. He'll probably come out and have 35 tonight or something in response or something. But um, I think it speaks to who Coach Bud is and his philosophy, and uh, I thought it was good. Steve, speaking of responding, I think it was the response by Giannis after the game that had everybody talking about when he got stepped over by Mario, uh, <laughs> that if that ever happened again, he'd be hitting him in the mommy-daddy button downtown. Were, were you surprised that Giannis <laughs> made a comment like that? Because he's usually so reserved. He, he knows exactly what to say to the media. But in that one raw moment of the competitor that we always see in Giannis, he kind of went after him saying, look, if he wants to try to embarrass me again, he's not going to be standing up straight again. Yeah. <laughs> there was, you know, you saw real emotion from Giannis in that game. You know, I think in that first quarter from the start, right, you see him try to chase a guy down who's clearly ahead of him and take a chance, a 5% chance that Giannis is going to be able to somehow catch up block the ball, not be goaltending, he'll make a play possibly. It doesn't go his way, right? Hazonia dunks the ball, Giannis falls. Hazonia acts like he dunked on Giannis. He didn't, no one dunked on Giannis. So then he steps over him like, like he, Hazonia did, like he, like he did something. So if I'm Giannis, yeah, I'm thinking, hold on now. You know, you know what happened. You were ahead of me by five steps. Don't act like you just dunked on me. And so I think that's what he was talking about, like, whoa, whoa, like you had a breakaway layup and I decided to sprint from the opposite baseline to try to make a play and you want to act like you dunked on me? So, yeah, he was, he was disrespected, but we talked about it on the broadcast. It just it speaks to who Giannis is. He doesn't care. He'll, he'll go try to make a play. He'll go try to block a shot. He doesn't care if he gets dunked on. He's going to put himself out there and go for it. And I think, like, more than anything – that's what I wanted to express to like the fans. Like, now, I don't know if you're watching clearly, but Giannis did not just get dunked on. What you just saw was him willing to say, like, no ego, not going to back up because he's, of course, ahead of me. I'm going to go for it. And I love that about Giannis. He'll go, he'll go try to block anybody. Bucks fans like edgy Giannis. I think they do. I think they really do. We're talking with Steve Novak. He's on Fox Sports Wisconsin tonight as the Bucks take on the Detroit Pistons at Serve Arena. Steve, when you look at the landscape right now of the NBA, the Bucks are in a pretty good place. Even, you, know, you can look at the West, which has been parentally strong, but everybody over there, you know, Golden State's had the, the Curry injuries and Draymond Green fighting everybody. I mean, you, you've got some drama and you've got some issues with just about every team in the league. So considering all that right now, Bucks are in a pretty good place, aren't they? Uh, I agree 100%. They're in a very good place. And, um, you know, as a, as a Bucks fan, you watch the Bucks and you may be not aware, like you're saying, of kind of everybody else, every other team's exact situation. And I think you're right. If you're close to almost every other team right now, the Bucks are maybe in the best shape in terms of, health and the way that they're playing and the way that Malcolm is playing and Bledsoe's playing and Giannis is playing like you can step back and look and go hey we've lost to the Suns we've lost to the Knicks we've you know those could be better fine but in terms of the good you know 15 and 8 second best record in the league right now which I think is extremely telling to your point east and west right Toronto's one Bucks are two both in the east um 
and there's you know there's not a lot to be to be griping about they're they're you know gonna lose some tough games but Malcolm is playing great it's like this team is being prepared for the postseason Bud didn't come to the Milwaukee Bucks because he thought like oh I'm gonna develop these guys and we're gonna five or six years be really good he came here because he knew this is a group that could make some serious noise and and they're proving at this point they're a hundred percent a contender meaning they can win a title this year uh I mean if they can Continue on this path. Malcolm playing the way he is. Bledsoe, I think he had his career high against the Knicks. Uh, I'm sorry, season high against the Knicks last game, 27. Giannis was the Eastern Conference Player of the Month. So, you know, there's definitely more good going on than, than bad right now. Steve Novak, before we kick you out, here we go. Fan or not so much. Ready? I'm ready. Arcade games. Oh, not so much. I'm just not a... Not a video. You know what? I take it back. I take it back. Arcade games, I love them. Video games, not so much. Arcade, if I can win a toy, I'm in. <laughs> uh, flow from the progressive commercials. Oh, uh, yeah. She's, you know, she's kind of, she's yeah. pretty, I'm a fan. I don't know why. I'm just a fan. There's just something about her. Yeah. Yeah. She's like everybody's sister, right? Must be. Yeah, something. Something. Just, you know, she's got her own vibe. I, I'm digging it. Uh, today is National Bathtub Party Day, so I'm not going to ask oh. about that. But what about what about a bath as opposed to a shower? Bath fan, not so much. Uh, Your kids, I know, probably so, right. Yeah, the kiddos. They, well, yeah, no, I'm not as big a bath fan, but you know, you got to have the bathtub for the kids. So yeah. I've been given more baths in the last eight years than I've. Ever thought I would in my life. <laughs> Join the club. Uh, salt and vinegar <laughs> chips. Oh, well, see, again, on the kid thing, I'm, I'm about to dad on you real hard, but <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the healthy version of chips. So, I, you know, you give them to the kids and they're thrilled. They just don't know about the Doritos as much. Maybe, maybe I'm holding them back, but I'm a fan. I go to Jimmy John's, I get some salt and vinegar. All right. Chips. Uh, and then finally, you're a Wisconsin kid, so you better answer correctly. St. Nicholas Day. Oh, I'm a huge fan. Even though even though we told the kids that St. Nick was coming tonight. No, I'm sorry, last night. They put their boots out, found out he doesn't come till tonight. <laughs> so the elf on the shelf had to write a letter to the kids telling them that, hey, your parents are crazy. Uh St. Nick doesn't come until tonight, so we <laughs> parent failed, but huge fan, huge fan. Boy, a lot, lot of effort for oh. this this year's St. Nick. I, I, that's awesome. I got a great story when we come back about uh, imaginary gift-giving, and the, the links we'll go to to make up for our mistakes. Oh, can't wait. Steve Novak, you can hear him. You can see him tonight on Fox Sports Wisconsin, Bucks and Thanks, Pistons. Steve. Thank you, Steve. You got it, guys. Thanks again. Yeah, when we come back, what, what is it? Imaginary gifts? What? I, I got a good one. Okay. And again, I, I feel like the more I hear about St. Nick, it's like Sweetness Day or Sweetest Day. What yeah, is that? The, the yeah. fake Valentine's Day yeah, in yeah. June or July? It's It's been around a little longer than Sweetest Day, no doubt. But yeah, you're see, you're starting to get it. You're starting to hone yeah. in, my friend. I'm, start, I'm starting to get why I'm so broke. All these fake holidays that I have to buy gifts for. We'll put all our uh, we'll pull our all our boots outside of the studio here, hoping that something arrives overnight when we come in tomorrow. But we're coming back for the second hour of the double team on the new 97-3 the game and the Big Ten 70 in Madtown and Ashland.
This is the double team. Dario Melendez, Bob Brainerd. These two guys also feel a tingling in their shorts, uh, but for a totally different reason. Two is always better than one. The two of you will make me and every one of your friends sick. Call the show at 414-799-1973. This is the double team on Milwaukee's 97.3 The Game. Hey, hi, how are you? Welcome back to the show, the second hour of the double team on the new 97.3 of the game. That's in the southeast Wisconsin area where the big tower spits out 50,000 watts of power. So our voices are deeper. The music is louder. Uh, it, it's all good. Also on in the Madison area and and beyond, as they say, on the Big 1070. Happy to have you aboard. We're kicking around a bunch of topics. You can go to social media at... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The game MKE. Dario's got, what do we got? Three polls going. I think got right three now polls three polls so going. I think it, it, it's it's something about the dingleberry pita, right? Yeah, I like I like that word dingleberry. I think we're gonna keep it. You're, you're that's used, that's, that's, that's two in be, a row. Uh, you know what? That's gonna be a poll already. Should Dario keep dingleberry? Keep using dingleberry as part of the I, show. I, I, I yeah. think that is definitely it. But uh, the poll. three polls we got going on uh, is Saint Nick's Day a real holiday? That one's actually pretty even. So if you want to cast your vote, go over there to sway it one way or the other. Has PETA gone too far with its speciesism malarkey? And uh, based off what Steve Novak said, did you like what Coach Bud's decision was to bench Middleton for his lack of effort? And that one's very lopsided so yeah. far. But uh, you still got another hour to weigh in on these polls, and I will read them at the end. So it's our way to get you involved, and we're going to put up the latest poll I just came up with, which was should Dario keep using Dingleberry? <laughs> in every like show. It. At least I, one I reference. Might, yeah, you know one what? It, maybe every segment. No, I'm just kidding. And and by the way, speaking of PETA, I still haven't ha- heard any PETA calls in. Have we had any PETA calls Not a. Not a. We also haven't had any calls on people who have gone scorched earth because we challenged that talking about Winston Moss. Has anybody, do they have a, a backstory that's deserving on how they said, I know I'm going to get fired. This is how I'm going to do it. 414-799-1973. Because Winston Moss, maybe he didn't know it. Or maybe he's just naive to think, but when he tweeted out what he did last night, he had to know that was the last tweet he would have with the green and gold, right? I mean, yeah, I mean did, did it, he? it couldn't have gone well. No. I mean, that, there, there's no way that was going to end well for him. And it didn't. Let go by interim head coach Joe Philbin, who, by the way, he he did the uh, Wednesday as as you know Dario that's that's open locker room that's uh, you know media day to preview the upcoming Sunday, so Joe Philbin was at the podium today in Green Bay and he was holding the press conference. Do you want to hear some oh clips? Do we have to? No, no. It was it was no, let, let, that was let, rhetorical. Look, he's, he's 
Yeah, I was going to say, he is the Packers head coach, so we should hear from him if we have it. The only problem is, I don't want to put our viewers to sleep on their yeah. lunch break. Yeah. Or viewers, I keep saying viewers, our listeners to sleep on the lunch break. He's, Dario, okay, back me up he's here. Just he's just boring. Yeah, he's, he's a boring. good man. He's a very good man. If you if you saw Hard Knocks a few years ago when Miami was featured and Philbin was the head coach, he's a very good man. Good family man. They've been through some some troubling times in their family, and he had to rebound from that. Uh, he's a man of faith, um, and he obviously knows his X's and O's because McCarthy brings him back, wanted him as part of the staff. But, yeah, he, he's just boring. He just doesn't know how to communicate, and you don't have to set your hair on fire at the podium, but, man, there's just not a lot of juice there. there. There's, there's got to be a happy medium. That's the thing. There has right. to be a happy medium between That's all a guy like Rex Ryan, who's raw, raw out his butt, to a guy like Joe Philbin and, and even Mike McCarthy to an extent, where they're just so blah. Like, there's got to be something that can kind of keep you entertained during these press conferences because they become so mundane. It's the same thing over and over again. And if it becomes cliche after cliche, it's not doing us as media members any good. It's not doing the people who really care about the Packers any good because we can't give you any substance. You're not there's learning. No we're not making. There's no we're meat not on making, the bone, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. We're not making you better fans. We're not making you better people because they're not letting us, and that might sound a little poor, woe is me, but they're not letting us educate you they're, from what they said. They have... They have classes for this, don't they? I mean, they have consultants. I know that these oh, exist. Sure. That, that that they have people that I know they deal with players all the time. So certainly they can deal with coaches on how to present yourself. And, and look, I get it because if you're covering the Packers on a daily basis, you know how many times McCarthy or any head coach has to be up at the podium. You know how many times the players have to answer the same questions over and over again. Yeah, I mean, it gets tire, tiresome, but at the same time, this is built into your job, okay? So if you have to go through the motions, spice it up. Have some fun with it. Be that, go, be that go-to guy in the locker room because we all know who those guys are, right? Charles Woodson is the best example I can think of. Clay Matthews is a go-to guy. Clay Matthews is another good one, yes. Clay Matthews, Charles Woodson was always a go-to guy. Would be at his locker till the end of the game. Was like oozing cool. Like the coolest guy you could ever think of. Always had time for media and questions. And I think that's why he's so fondly looked upon. I mean, because obviously we paint as a media core, we paint a picture of these guys. And we're human as well. So if they are surly to us, the picture is not always going to be great. And sometimes we try to curb that. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we're not conscious of it. But that said, I mean, you finally, you you rarely find, Donald Driver too, you rarely find guys that are looked well upon that are a-holes to the media. Ooh, a-holes. You can use that in every show. Uh, we got a Ooh, caller nice. here. Armin, what? Brian's over in Partyville. Do you know where Partyville is? I do know where Partyville is. What a That's a name. real place? Yeah, it's a great name for a town, yeah. isn't it, Dario? Brian, welcome oh, awesome. to uh, the double team. Hi, guys. Hey, how's it going well, in Partyville? It's uh, it's going well. It's going well. I uh, I had to call in. You know, you wanted a PETA call. I'm a card-carrying member of PETA. People eating Oh, PETA. yes. Thank you. Okay, so explain to me the speciesism thing, then. <laughs> well... I'll tell you what, I grew up in a dairy farm, and these are the same people that 
you know, think it's cruel and inhumane, you know, for farmers to keep, you know, their their uh, cows uh, tied up inside in a stall, uh, you know, in a barn that's cool, well ventilated, uh, with fans blowing through so the flies can't lay on them, as opposed to letting them out in the hot 90-degree humid sun with flies all over. So that says a lot. The people are idiots. <laughs> so you're you're not a Boom! radical PETA member, or you've given your card away. <laughs> That's what like you're I saying. Said, people eating tasty animals. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, the other thing I have to say about uh, is St. Nick's Day. Uh, I've done it. Uh, we do it as well. Well, we have a German uh, background, so it's definitely uh, usually uh, a bowl of nuts with an orange, and then maybe like a little gift, like a CD. So yeah. It's good fun. It's All right, so I can get behind this. I can get it. behind that. So. Do you do you guys put the boots out? Because we had Steve Novak on, and 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 Steve buys into the whole Saint Nick thing. And I think the the, the original origins in the German origins was it wasn't the stockings by the chimney. It was actually your shoes or your boots outside, right? It it was, and we haven't we don't go that far. My wife's family just they're the ones that mostly had uh, done it growing up and. We carried on the tradition, and ah, they didn't do the whole the whole boot thing. I don't know how I'd feel about cracking nuts that were in the smelly <laughs> shoe. So. <laughs> some, That's why yeah. I don't ever get a gift. Yeah, in my pita, some traditions. Wow. Some traditions just need to be updated. Uh, for, I know, but for Dario's sake, get out the GPS. Tell him where Partyville is in Wisconsin. It is about a half hour north of Madison, right near Portage. It's like a sister city almost. Uh, to Portage. There you go. Okay. Cool. And, and and what is Partyville famous for? Um, the Caddyshack Bar, probably. The Watermelon uh, Festival, a speed, uh, seed spitting contest. And uh, do you remember, uh, oh, your wife would probably remember this name. She's a Bears fan. Uh, Mark Bortz, who was, what, a lineman? Yeah. D-lineman? Yeah. He was from Partyville. Okay. Cool. So is, uh, actually, I think one of the uh, Badger coaches, too. Is it Dave Doran? No, 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 no. Um, Bob Bolstead. Bob Bolstead. Bolstead, yeah. Bolstead's a Partyville guy. That's right. That's right. Good yeah. stuff. Lots going on in Partyville. Hey, thank you for the call. Appreciate all the, the PETA and St. Nick knowledge. Oh, yeah, for, for, for sure. And I'll tell you what, uh, Winston Moss last night, I read that tweet, and then I went uh, and had something to do. And didn't get back to uh, Twitter till later, and saw he was fired. But as soon as I had seen the tweet earlier, first thing I thought is, "Oh, he's gonna get fired. He wants out." That's exactly why he put that tweet out. He didn't want to finish the season. No, what a moron. That yeah, makes sense. yeah. Hey, thanks for the call. Have a great day in Partyville. You too. See ya. See ya. Yeah, there you go. Pretty much covered it think, all right I, there. I, I don't think Partyville's a real place. No, it sounds it sounds too awesome. It does. <laughs> It sounds like it's too awesome. I wish every city was Partyville. The watermelon seed spitting contest. I was thinking about that. I was yeah. wanting to look some more up when, information about when that. He's, yeah, when he said that, it's like, that's that's right. That's in Partyville. They do that every summer. And you you know there's booze involved, right? It's got to be a tough thing to judge. I mean, you got a tape that's measure why, out there. there there's like, booze involved. There's got to be, of course. Yeah. Well, it's Wisconsin. I know. There's booze involved in everything in the summer, and isn't it, there? And, and it's Partyville. So... 
Anyway. So he wasn't really a PETA member. No. He was just joking with us. Oh, he was making the people with the uh, eating tasty yeah. animals yeah. joke. That was his joke. Yeah. Okay. But, so but I, I, I was had at first. It took me a second to realize that. Yeah. And, and his point was that, you know. They're dumb. Uh, well, and, and, you know, I'm treating the cows. You know, I'm treating them better than if they were just left to roam yeah. outside. And, you know, the, they're actually being. Uh, uh, up until that point, And then we, and then we kill them and eat them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be pampered until it's time for you to get in my belly. Exactly. And then the pampering goes away. That's yeah. still a blowout, by the way. I think it's 97%. So we, there's a couple. I want to know who's out there saying, yeah, this is a good idea. That's, the, that's more. <laughs> there's, there's a couple it, it made me think. It, it made me think of another poll we should put up. Is Bob Brainerd a murderer for killing Bambi? <laughs> yeah, hey, le- okay, let me give you a quick update on this. If, if, you, if you didn't hear the show yesterday, I hit a deer on Monday night, splattered all over. Um, ruined my car, which is now in the shop, and I'm getting estimates as we speak. My insurance company was awesome. They set everything up. We'll tow the car. Are you okay? Uh, do you need a rental car? Yeah, everything. Checking all the boxes, right? I still don't have a rental car. Do you know why? I'll tell you why. Because all the rental cars in southeast Wisconsin are spoken for at the moment. Apparently... Everybody else has been hitting deer over the weekend. And apparently when we got the snow and the sleet and the garbage weather, there were more accidents. Therefore, more people had their car in the shop. Therefore, they were renting cars. And the soonest I can get a rental vehicle is tonight at 530. I'm carless, guys. That's a, that's tough. I mean, it, it's got to yeah. be absolutely debilitating not have a car when you're used to having one. My mother-in-law drove me yeah. here. Well, how do you think that's going? I love her. Oh, you have to have your mother-in-law drive. My, oh man, she's not my, listening. my mother and father-in-law for the last well, two trips. It's two very trips. nice of them. It's very it's nice. Extremely of them. nice. I I appreciate it, but yeah, I want I want my own wheels, man. I want to, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to fly. You gotta let me fly. I'm yeah. a peacock. You gotta let me fly. I'm getting emotional here. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, you fly. You can't use uh, animal references. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I want bad. I want to spread my bagels. You're fly like an eagle. Is that good? Is that safe? Is that okay? Let's, let's, Did I let's offend feed the bagels? A fed horse. Yeah. Let's, feed, let's stop feeding a fed horse, guys. Uh, when we come back, we're going to drop the puck. Our sister station, the Big 920 that carries the Milwaukee Admirals. They've got the game tonight, and Aaron Sims will be on the call. He'll join us from Austin, Texas next. Look what Armin's doing. Segwaying with a little freeze frame. When we bring in our next guest here on the new 97.3, the game in Milwaukee, also the Big Ten 70 in Madison, Bob Rayner, Dario Melendez. Quick update from Twitter land. Don Notton Brookfield says, you guys realize it's spelled Partyville, P-A-R-D-E-E-Ville, not party, P-A-R-T-Y. Don, don't slow the roll of Dario. He, he had this all set like Partyville. Yeah, party. Man, don't rain on my parade. I know. That, that, that's rocking the vote poll. Should Pardeeville change its name to Pardeeville? There you go. The way it should be. There you go. Because Pardeeville, not as much juice as Pardeeville. Yeah. Don's just kind of a Debbie, Debbie Downer here. But then Don had a really good follow-up. He, he did. He said he killed five deer one time <laughs> on I-64. Does that make him a mass murderer if yes. you're a murderer for killing one? I'm <laughs> off the hook.
I feel like you're going to try and do that. I mean, that's a little ridiculous. Five, I'm assuming it wasn't one time. It's almost like a video game. Come on, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're swerving. Oh, there's a deer. There's yeah. a deer. Hit there's the a X. Deer. Hit the X. Swerve. Um, and then also, and I retweeted this, Brian, uh, uh, the Saturday after Labor Day in Partyville, that is the Watermelon Festival. And he puts the link on there. So I retweeted that as well, at Bob Brainerd. So you can start making your plans Saturday now. After, after Labor Day. Labor we should Day. take the show on the road. I'm Bob and Dario. Party cele- Bill. Celebrity yeah. spitters. Bob Spittin- and Dario. Oh, my Spittin God. Seeds. That would be so fun. We should we should do that. Totally. Mark it down. Put it on the calendar for 2019. Uh, joining us from Austin, Texas, he is the voice of the Milwaukee Admirals, the uh, farm squad, if you will, the Nashville Predators. You can hear his call each and every game on our sister station, the Big 920 AM in Milwaukee. He is Aaron Sims. What's happening, Aaron? I'm going to tell you how dumb I am. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, I left my iPad on the flight between Milwaukee and Houston, so I'm without an iPad, right? So I'm just freaking out, all my information, all of that stuff. So I have call up Southwest Airlines. I tell them what's going on. And then, uh, lo and behold, they tell me I need to go online to file the report. So I go online to file the report, and here's the shocker. I haven't heard anything back yet. Oh. So, yes, exactly. So then on top of that, I'm going through my Twitter timeline today, and I see Dario tweeted who the XFL is going to, and they're not coming to Wisconsin. So now I'm. Oh my gosh! How bummed. ridiculous is that? I'm, Did you I'm say just doubly bummed. They're they're all NFL cities except for St. Louis. Isn't that great? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy to me. And I, the I, I don't know. You know, it, it, it's funny. Do you, I mean, you guys remember the last time it was around? Sure. I, I remember Mark Cuban saying that they were foolish to drop it because you know how he his question was you know how hard it is to get twenty thousand people to a place and I kind of I kind of have been siding with that that if you or I or whoever else had the financial wherewithal to start a league like this. If it was anybody other than Vince McMahon, I think there would be more credibility in, involved with this thing. Well, and look, and the AAF, which I believe was Vince's partner in the original XFL, is also coming out. And they uh, right. at least they picked other cities. I think the AAF, which is the Alliance of American Football, is going to Atlanta, which has the Falcons, obviously. But then you have Birmingham, you have Orlando, Memphis, and Salt Lake City to go along with uh, Arizona. So they have six teams, most of them in non-football cities, which is great. I'm actually excited. I think Scott Tolzien's in that league. Uh, Christian Hackenberg's in that league. So you're going to have a little bit more of a, I don't know, some credibility. But the XFL, you're right. I mean, and, and even the AAFL did not have a team in Milwaukee, which would love to have another football team, or at least in the surrounding areas, is it, it seems like to be a total waste. It would be it would be interesting, right? I mean, just see what would happen in the spring or the summer uh, with something like that. I mean, you know, the old I'm I'm reading the Jeff Perlman book about the USFL and the markets they were in, like like Birmingham, I think would be perfect, and uh, Omaha, and and I don't know, you know, I mean, it's such a Packers city and it's such a Badger city, Badger state, I should say, that I don't know if another football team would be tolerated, but uh, it would be interesting to see. Yeah, I guess it didn't really work out for the Mustang when you think about it. No. Yeah, right. yeah. We're talking with Aaron Sims, the voice of the Milwaukee Admirals on the double team on the new 97-3 of the game and the Big 1070 in the Madison area. Um, Aaron, let's say we did get an XFL franchise. Would you be interested in doing play-by-play? Boy, I don't know. I don't know. It's been a while since I've done some football. But, yeah, I mean, how about you? Would you jump at it? Mm, it's been I a would. while since I've done some football. Uh, I would. 
He was. It's an interesting football. question, right? Is it? Is it? I mean, it, yeah. It didn't hurt Matt, Matt Vaskersen. Um, exactly. That's true. Exactly. Football's football, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, that's just it. It's, it's pro football. I, I remember when I was working in Madison at at the Big Ten Seventy. Uh, we ran a game or two out of Chicago. The team that they had there, we uh, picked it up. You know, it was something different. It was something new. Let's give it a try. And um, I, I, you know, I honestly I don't remember what the feedback was from it, but and it, it it's it's still pro football. It's still you know, and there there were a few guys that moved from the XFL and had some success in the National Football League. So it uh, it, it it has its place, I think. Let's talk about your wheelhouse, your current wheelhouse now, which is yeah. hockey and, and this group of Milwaukee Admirals. Uh, how many, uh, and maybe even specifically, how many of these guys are maybe on the fringe of perhaps joining Nashville in the NHL someday? Well, there's a few guys. Uh, Anthony Richard made his NHL debut on Saturday night. He's back with Milwaukee, but he is uh, one of the fastest players in all of professional hockey, and uh, he's an exciting player, and and we think that he's not very far away. Um, Ellie Tolvanen was just recalled. Uh, he scored. He's a 19-year-old kid who uh, was in the Olympics last year for Finland, and he played in the Russian Professional League. All of this at age 18. Um, he's uh, off to a decent start for the Admirals. Not the start that a lot of people thought, but then he gets called up and he scores a goal and an assist in his first game on Saturday night for Nashville. So there are a couple of guys right there, and uh, some of these young players um, who weren't drafted, they were free agents out of juniors uh, in Canada, um, they're starting to play their way because of their, there have been some injuries and some illnesses along the way, not only with Milwaukee, but in Nashville. Some of these younger guys are getting an opportunity to play, and I think they're turning themselves into, into prospects, something they you know had these injuries and illnesses not occurred, they probably wouldn't have had the time, uh, certainly not the role that they've been uh, thrust into, um, had these other guys been available, so um, opportunity is 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 out there, and these guys seem to be seizing it. We always talk in baseball about how it's hard, especially for the AAA teams, to win in games day in and day out because there's so much movement between the major league level and the minor league level. Is Coach Taylor having it trouble this year, or does that ever? Do you ever see him get frustrated when he has a guy that he's really depending on that day, but then the Predators want to call him up because? They need him on the big league squad. Yeah, you know that's a great question, and it, you know it, it's such a team game, like like these other sports are. You know um, that that that, it, that hasn't happened, uh, and and Carl Taylor has been coaching in the minors for long enough to know that this is what we're here for. Um, unfortunately or fortunately, um, you know the American Hockey League is the best league in the world where nobody wants to be. <laughs> and we all want to be at the next one. That's great. And uh, and uh, so that, you know that's just how it is. That's just the nature of the game. You 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 do not know. I remember years ago when I got hired by the Admirals, I asked them how they promote the team, and they said, "Listen, we can't put a billboard out of whoever our player Darren Hadar at the time because he may not be here tomorrow. You know, he may be called up. You know, the Brewers could have Ryan Braun and Prince Fielder uh, on the freeway next to the next to Miller Park." But the Admirals can't do that. They have to promote some other way. So just because you never know who's going to be here. And all of these guys recognize that. I mean, that's why they're here. None of them, like I said, none of them want to be here. And it's just, it's just part of the game. So 
um, that's that's just the way it is. You got to hope guys step up, hope guys seize the opportunity. You 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 try to rely on good character kids uh, to to do that. Guys who will who will take it upon themselves to to jump in when they need to. And and uh, for the most part this season, that's happened here. We're talking with Aaron Sims, the voice of the Milwaukee Admirals, on the double team on the new ninety-seven-three of the game and the Big Ten seventy in Madison. Aaron, uh, you talked about promotions. You touched on it. And, and I know we're all biased, but you travel around with the team and you see other teams. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And how they promote or maybe the lack of promotion in their arenas and, and getting the word out to their teams. Compare it to Milwaukee and the job that your bosses, John Greenberg, Charlie Larson, Tim Van Wagner, all those people, how they put together this great product in downtown Milwaukee. Oh, there's no doubt. The Admirals do it the best because of those guys that you mentioned. They're probably listening, and I need to uh, keep this job for a little bit longer. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, uh, no, it's interesting. You know, it, it was just a couple of years ago that the Admirals obviously played in the Bradley Center and shared the building with Marquette and the, and the Milwaukee Bucks. And, um, you know, right now I think there's only two teams that have that, that share a, te- uh, share a building with the NBA squad. Um, so it's it's really interesting that uh, these teams can um, they've got kind of their own thing going, and it's pretty it's pretty neat uh, to see. And you know, the two teams that do play in NBA buildings are owned by the NBA team, San Antonio and Cleveland. So there's some cross promotion there, as as you would think there should be. Um, but when it comes to getting out in the community and all of that stuff, the Admirals do a great job of doing that, and that's that's a necessity. And, um, you know, you do see that with these other teams and these other markets. Today. I think they all realize that they need to get the word out of their sport. Um, you know, down here in Texas, these non-traditional markets, they they hit uh, in San Antonio, they hit the, the military deals all the time. So the guys in the Air Force that are based in San Antonio can come to the game. Um, here in Austin, it's a little bit harder sell because the University of Texas is playing, but, uh, you know, they, they just happen to have – here in in Austin with a hockey team, a team that's made the finals three times in 10 years. So they've always had a good product, and and they'll pick up, the business will pick up for them after the New Year. So uh, by and large, the American Hockey League, and they have somebody in charge of all of this. They do a pretty good job of getting out there and promoting and getting the word out about what they have and their their product. And, you know, I think it's it's nearly 90% of the players in the National Hockey League at one point or another played in the American Hockey League. So you are seeing as cliche and, and corny as it sounds, tomorrow starts today when you come out to an AHL game. Talk with Aaron Sims, the voice of the Milwaukee Admirals. And Aaron, I think one of the things I love the most about minor league sports are the promotions. I know we're talking about promoting the team, but the in-game promotions, the specialty sure. jerseys, the fun things that happen on the ice, the comic book nights. What have been some of your favorite promotions or even jersey promotions that the Admirals have done? I love the... Uh... I love every year the Admirals. This is the 14th season for me, and uh, it'll be the 14th season that we do a salute to wrestling. Uh, so we bring in pro wrestlers. And it started off with 
the group of us. So you mentioned John Greenberg and Mike Wojciechowski, and uh, I wasn't really involved, but I was certainly a fan of the old AWA based out of Vern Gagne's AWA based out of the Twin Cities, and uh, certainly uh, the Crusher was part of that and all that. So uh, we we brought in the first time around. It was Vern and Greg Gagne, and it was uh, I think it was Rocket. No, Rock and Roll Buck Zumoff wasn't there at that. Yeah, maybe he was. Nick Bockwinkel, um, you know, Mad Dog Vachon. We brought in those guys, and over the years it's been Superfly Snooka and. And um, a couple of years ago, it was Kurt Angle, and last year it was Edge and Lita, and it, that's always awesome because you know we. As, when I was young, um, the AWA was everything, so that's always been a fun one. Uh, the Veterans Day that we do, I think, is fantastic. And then um, we, every every so often, we do some really cool jerseys. And it was my first or second year. I was my first year uh, in 0506. We brought out the uh, old Bob Uecker plaid jerseys yeah Um, how do i get one of those that was fantastic and and uh we put out a a shea weber bobblehead about that actually a few years ago shea uh, Shea weber bobblehead who now plays for montreal in the nhl but he was wearing that jersey and he's always said that that was one of his favorite jerseys of all time so so yeah that was uh that was a good time so there's always uh every year there's a there's one big specific meeting and then there's constantly uh, conversation about what to do day in and day out, and it, it, it's a fun place to work. Yeah, it, it certainly is. And and for the folks, if you're listening outside of the Milwaukee area, if you're a hockey fan, you don't have to know the players. If you just want to come down downtown Milwaukee, you know, make it a day, make it a road trip, watch really good professional hockey, and then you've got all this other stuff that's going on. And there's a lot of stuff going on, believe me. And it is top drawer. It's it's a fun evening out. The Milwaukee Admirals they play at the Panther Arena in downtown Milwaukee. Aaron Sims is always on the call. If he's not at home, he's in Texas tonight. As it's the Texas, what are they? The star, what are stars. They? stars? Texas Stars. Texas yep. Stars uh, tonight, and then you guys get a night off, and then Friday they play Texas again before a Saturday matchup with San Antonio. All right, Aaron. Before we let you go, fan or not so much? You ready? Yep. Let's go. Arcade games. Fan. Big fan. How about flow from the progressive commercials? Not a fan, not so much. Ooh, a hate a flow hater, Dario. A flow hater. <laughs> Didn't think we'd get there. Um, I like, listen, I like her. I like her other roles, not so much flow. <laughs> the Goldbergs. She's on the Goldbergs. She's on the Goldbergs. Um, it's bath. It's National Bathtub Party Day, so you don't have to have a party, Aaron. But what about a bath? Fan or not so much? <sighs> not so much. Maybe back in the day, but. Now you're an Back adult. In the day, yeah, yeah. You're an adult now. Um, salt, Good. salt and vinegar chips. Ooh, closer to fan, closer to fan. Struck a nerve there, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, real Christmas trees. Fan used to always be uh, fake. Always be fake. My whole life until I got married, and now it's real. And yes, now I'm a fan. It's real and it's spectacular in the Sims household. That's right. Yeah. Aaron Sims on the call on our sister station, the Big 920 AM Admirals and Texas Stars tonight. We'll be listening, Aaron. Thanks for joining us on the double team. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you, gentlemen. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, Dario's eyes lit up when he started talking about the Euchre jerseys. Bob Euchre jerseys. I got to get my hands yeah, on those, man. Those are classic. For down on the farm Friday. Those are uh, those are classic. And they, they broke those out, you know, when he did the commercials. And then they just kind of spawned to the jerseys and then the bobbleheads. And, yeah, that's that was kind of the table setter for all the goofy jerseys to come. Uh, when we come back, 
winding down the final half hour on the double team. We're going to check our polls. We'll also have our daily. Well, we didn't do it yesterday because we were too caught up, but that's news to me. The world of the wild and wacky next on the double team. Dashing through the snow to CVS we go. A $10 cash card for beauty brands and both. Back on the double team, Bob Brainerd, Dario Melendez, Arvin, cranking the tunes. On the new 97.3, The Game. That's FM, ladies and gentlemen, 50,000 watts of power. Also, the Big 1070 in Madison area. Before we get to That's News to Me, our good friend from Twitterland, actually dialing digits on the phone, it's Don Notton Brookfield. Now, Don, you tweeted this out. And this makes me feel better. I only got one deer smashed against my grill work. You hit five? Actually, it was a herd of probably 10 to 12. A herd? You hit a herd? Yeah. Yeah. They ran out out onto 164, kind of in the Colgate-Richfield area, and just plowed right through them. And I thought, oh, man, my car is, you know, done for. So I pulled off, and I walked back, and I could see the five dead ones. And then wow. looked at my car, Jeez. and all I had was a busted um, fog lamp. What what kind of car do you drive that it didn't stop on the second deer? <laughs> uh, it was a, at the time it was a Volvo XC90 that I had. Oh, really? Wow. It has, yeah, it has a skid plate underneath the front and everything. So, I mean, the thing was a tank. Obviously, but I had a yeah, I had a Chrysler minivan previously that I hit a single deer with, and it totaled it. So you've killed six deer with your car so far? Um, probably or, seven. Oh, my. You're, you're a mass murderer. Jeez, why don't you just make it a dozen, Don? I mean, why, why not go for the record? Yeah. Next on True TV, on <laughs> Don uh, Notton Brookfield, deer slayer. And uh, Don's also opening his new venison stick side business, if anybody's interested. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pickle the venison from now on because Armin likes it that way. Oh, there you go. I love <laughs> Nicely pickles. done. Oh. Hey, thanks, Don. Thanks for sharing your story. Thanks. And I do feel a lot better. All right, here we go. The first thing he was concerned about was his car. I know. Isn't that... uh... He should do a testimonial for Volvo. Hi, I'm Don in Wisconsin, and my Volvo stood up to a herd of deer. Yours will, too. One wasn't enough. Well, one wasn't enough. (laughs) Isn't this... I mean, you're trying... I'm trying to picture it's like like a Flintstones episode where they're just... They're they're flipping. Gee, Fred, you hit a deer. I'm going to hit a few more, Bonnie. Oh, boy. Um, Time now for... There it is. That's news to me. And I'll get things started. Dateline, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Oh, nice, Arvin. A little dirty laundry. Yeah, I thought we'd mix it up here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Burger King unveils the Wisconsin Whopper, guys. It's a Whopper, and you know what's on a Whopper, right? You got pickles, lettuce, onion, tomatoes, a little special sauce, the burger, obviously, the bun. But here's the kicker. Eight slices of cheese. On one Whopper. Eight. Uh, This is their homage to honor the Green Bay Packers during this football season. I guess by gluttony, of course. Uh, Same same ingredients as the traditional Whopper, uh, but they add the eight slices of cheese and 
It's available only in the Green Bay area. Still costs the same as a regular Whopper. Retail for price listed at $4.00. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 49 cents, so they don't tack on like an extra dime for each piece of cheese. It is. What's the significance? The Wisconsin Whopper. Yeah. I, I don't know. Cheese, I guess, right? I mean, yeah. why, why eight? Yeah, well, why eight? Because, I don't know. Eight? Uh, How many championships do the Packers have? Thirteen. Thirteen, so that's yeah, not so yeah, I, was, that, I thought it was less than that. I maybe, maybe the number of wins they should have had that they aren't going to get this. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I just think they, they figured let's put as much cheese as we can on. The good question. That's just wild. Because you know, you know what it is? Seven's not enough. Nine's ridiculous. Right. Eight, just Eight right. is just right. Yeah, and you know what? Right. And you know what? If you get the Wisconsin Whopper, get the Diet Coke because then you feel better about <laughs> yeah, yourself. Yeah, that's right. right? That'll fix it. So drink that diet, drink diet to eat regular. Yeah, well, the lettuce is healthy. So that is news to me, gentlemen. What is that? Like a thousand yeah. calories just in cheese? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. not in my diet. Armin, what do you got? Uh, am I going next? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, there's a firefighter dressing up as uh, Buddy the Elf. You've all seen that movie. Unfortunately, I don't have a cut ready. I should have. And he's challenging people to pillow fights all around Boston. Pillow fights? Yeah, local firefighter. Cool. He's uh, <laughs> dressing up as Buddy the Elf. And he's going all around the city challenging people to pillow fights. I love it, but the problem is Boston's the wrong city. Exactly. To do that. I was just, yeah. Because they'll take it a little too serious. You, you got to stay around the landmarks, like Faneuil yeah. Hall, like, you know, the landmarks where tourists are. You go to the wrong part. You go to Charlestown. I mean, yeah. you, go to, you find some Southies and you're in some trouble. You just hit me with a pillow? Are you exactly. serious? So there are you, you go. Are you freaking serious? Wait, I'm, is that a New York accent? What am I doing? Yeah, I don't know what it's that was. I don't know York. what that it's is. It's not Boston. That was, like, that was like Brooklyn. Oh, sorry. Maybe they migrated down. Oh, my God. He's got a pillow. There you are. There. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, that was like Wisconsin. Yeah, that, yeah that's that was a little, that was Uber. Charles. <laughs> no, if if the guy did in Wisconsin, it'd be like, oh, that felt okay. You oh, can do that pillow. It's a cutie. Yeah, you can do that again. You know, <laughs> oh. I don't, I don't mind, I don't mind a little soft pillow to the noggin. It's okay. I got, I got enough, I got enough padding here from spitting seeds out in Partyville. <laughs> I had one boss tell me one time not to use that accent on air because it was insensitive to Nordic folk. Uh, the Wisconsin accent. Yeah. Yeah. Nordic folk. N- Nordic folk. There's a lot of Nordic folk still. Okay. So so that's that's your story, Armin. So, so that's, that's that's it, yeah. Tag it now. All right, tag it. Tag That's on. news to me. There you go. There you go. Okay, All right. I got one. Uh Arizona man accidentally shoots himself in the groin in a Walmart. That's all you need. So you had me at Walmart. There you An go. Arizona man in, in Arizona accidentally <laughs> shot himself in the groin. First responders saying that it was a survivable injury. Now, there's two things here. First off, it proves my point that if you ever want to feel better about yourself, just go to Walmart. You know, and I feel- sec- secondly, is any groin injury, especially one that you shoot yourself in the groin, yeah. do you want to survive it? 
you said you said groin and and Armin and I looked at each other and we just winced. You know, if this did, yeah, that that's that guy thing. If this didn't happen at Walmart, I would have been disappointed. I, I just would have oh. been. It wouldn't have been made. Wouldn't have made the cut. A Walmart in Florida, right? Yeah. Please, yeah. I was like, <laughs> the only thing that made double better, Jeopardy. As if it was, it was in Tampa. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So a survivable groin shot—that's news to me. Thank you. What? What? Why do guys do that? Why do you say, you know, groin or or anything in in that area? Whenever that's brought it's, up, you know, whenever whenever we we're watching baseball and a catcher takes one to you know his business, it, it's got to be like a survival mechanism because right? we don't have natural protection there, so everything is like. Us wincing at it because we could feel the pain. But we, yeah, but we don't physically feel the pain. But aren't you like me? You're sitting at home and you go, oh, oh man. Oh man, Bill showed oh. a rock. But I yeah. love rocks calls when a catcher takes it to the mommy daddy button. <laughs> Is that like, what he- I love it. Like oh, that's what I call it because you can't say to, to his testicles. Uh, I forget. You just oh. did. I know. Well, there's other words I'd like to use, but okay. I like to keep this job. It's it's like week one here. We'll we'll ask Giannis. He uses those words. Yeah, exactly. Uh, when when we come back on the double team, special treat. Mike Heller is in the house. He's in studio. We get to banter and look at each other while we're talking and segueing from the double team to the Mike Heller show. It's next on our show. Okay, all right. We've we've eaten most of the donuts here in the studio, so that means it's time to wrap this sucker up on the double team on a Wednesday on the new 97.3 of the game and the Big Ten 70 in the Madison area. Dario Melendez, Bob Brainerd, Armin Sarian. Guys, a lot of interesting polls out there today. Uh, Let's uh, check the digits. Give us a quick review, and let's see how they all tallied up here, shall we? Yeah, guys, that's my job, isn't it? That that is your job. That's Jeez. my job, and I'm about to do it very, very well. It's like tick tock, uh, tick No, so we had a bunch of them today. The the one I like the most should Partyville change its name to Partyville, because Partyville is a D. And uh, there's 18 <laughs> votes on that. 61% say yes. The, the next rock the vote poll in Wisconsin. Is Bob Brainerd a murderer for killing Bambi? I know. And uh, Bob, fifty-seven percent say you're a murderer. Ooh, so there's hope. There's there's hope, I guess. The, it's a hung jury so far. You can't meet. Yeah. You can't meet, match up with Don and Brookfield, who no. knocked off six. Um, should Dario use Dingleberry in every show? Eighty-one percent say yes. So a lot of people. Ah, <laughs> uh, the people have spoken. Slam dunk. Fan of the Dingleberry. Yeah. And ninety-three uh, percent. I'm a little surprised, guys. Said that they like Coach Bud's decision to bench Middleton for lack of effort. Ninety-three percent. So that's pretty significant. A, and you. Sorry, Saint Nick Paul. Do we have a Saint Nick Paul? We have a Saint Nick Paul. Yeah. Uh, Fifty-seven percent say it's a real holiday, so that's pretty close. Oh, that's 50, close. Fifty-seven forty-three, yeah. and uh, fifty-one votes are in. Has Peter gone too far with speciesism? Malarkey. Ninety-eight percent say yes. So there's two percent out you. there Thank saying no. That, that, that and those are the dingleberries. There you have it. See, you can even carry that over to tomorrow. Um, Mike Heller's in the house here. He's already. I'm trying you, to think if I've ever used the term dingleberry uh, on the radio yeah. before. I think you have to so from now on. Now I have. You just did, yeah. Because I just did. You just did. But that, no. would be, that would be the inaugural. But then you're stealing our bit. Because now this is oh, Dario. No, no, no. It's Dario's don't, bit. Don't everything, steal everything in radio my is, bit. Everything, is, everything in stolen. radio is stolen. <laughs> uh, there is no originality. <laughs> you, you heard our polls. Uh, you're a Wisconsin guy. St. Nick, is that going to be celebrated at the Heller residence? Uh, or? It, it or is, was it? It, it has already been done. Really? Yeah. 
done. I mean, I I I didn't get anything. No, uh, no. This is this is you pass this down yeah, to right. the. Yeah. You know, your your offspring, right? Um, yes, Jackson, our 16-year-old. He he had a St. Nick gift this morning. All right. Was it elaborate or is it, is it no, still? No, it's a very, uh, I don't even know what it was. It's a, it... <laughs> Kari takes care of those things. Are you, Mike, are you sure this is done? Yeah, it was done. Okay. Because there was, there was conversation about it. But you buy into the whole tradition that it's supposed sure, to be nuts yeah. and candy. It's not, it's no, not like, here's, here's. Probably you know, you, not. You got your license. Here's a car. Happy St. Nick There Day. were no keys involved in that gift today. All right, good. Yeah. Good. I used to get pistachios and like the other fruit. You know, I'm Armenian, so you know, that's what we do. That's how you roll. Oranges and stuff yeah. like and that. And all you've ever wanted is is another fresh jar of dill pickles. That's all I want. On every Saint Nick. A little Milwaukee's yeah. dills. Is, is that asking so much for Armin? Exactly. Is it spears or um full or Yes. Um stackers? No, I I, 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 I stackers are not because those are for sandwiches. I like just to eat pickles, so yeah. Yeah, the best ones are the Milwaukee's, the midget uh, dills. Okay. Or they call them petites now, I'm sorry. Yeah. Petite dills. That was a PC move on their part. I think it was quietly, and of course, I noticed these things because I frequent the pickle aisle like oh, every time I shop. Goodness. Dario, I'm thinking for one of your wacky jerseys, one of these area teams they have to be the Milwaukee Midget Dills, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd you, be you, awesome! You, the you, Milkmen. I think that would be perfect for the Milkmen. Yeah, when they start up, we got to get them on. Maybe in a couple of down on the farm Fridays, yeah. we'll get them on. Yeah, I hit them up on Twitter. They're starting um, baseball at the new Franklin Complex at the Rock next next year. In fact, next spring, spring That'll and summer. Fun. I it's love the independence in independent league baseball. It is so much fun. Well, they 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 have all the promotions that you're talking about, uh, Mike. Yeah, uh, your show, four hours of the Mike Keller show. You were just telling us how how wonderful it is to have all that bre- breathing room. Now. Yeah, well, the, the the best thing about it is it does create for uh, bigger nap opportunities. You know, like if you have a three hour show and somebody's listening and they nap, the, well, you might right. miss a lot. Right, four hours you can nap a little bit, and I promise you, you're not going to miss a ton. But I'll bring it back. Yeah, yeah it's, so, it's a wider net you're yeah, casting now. It's, a, it's more napability. So napability. So yeah, nice. didn't uh, who got in trouble for? Yeah, that uh, Don Imus got in trouble for using a, a <laughs> derivation of that. Yeah, term. that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, anyway, let's move on, on. What were you going to say? On your on your show, here's your opportunity to tease your show. That four hour block. Um. Uh, yeah. So I just posted a Twitter poll question. Uh, I I want to get to that in a minute. I don't know how much time we have left. Would you, you bet Dan Patrick bet a week's salary on his show today? Okay. That Aaron Rodgers would not make it back to another Super Bowl. Just make it back, right? Uh, I don't. Well, I'm not positive. Let, let's yeah. Okay. Let's let, leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. No, I wouldn't bet against twelve. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't he, bet against twelve either. He, he'd find a way, right? One more shot in five, six, seven years, even. Yeah, he says we'll never return to the Super Bowl. Never, oh, never even return. Would yeah. you? Would you? Uh, I, no, I value my Dan doesn't need the money, um, so he can do that. I would not do that. But if you had, if I just bet you a pizza, I would say no. He doesn't. No, now you're talking pizza. Forget the salary. Uh, he's Mike Keller. He'll kick that around and so much more on the Mike Keller Show, which, which follows us. Dario, chat at you tomorrow, my friend. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow on the Double Team. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.